Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm James... <laughs> Smackmillan. Smackmillan. <laughs> I kept looking at you. I know. I was like, thinking, what is he doing? I had like 10 names just going through my <laughs> I'm mind. I'm sure you did. I want to name a few of your kids. And then I was like, and I'll go with your husband's name. <laughs> and you panicked and said your own name. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. The best podcast in the world. Where we talk about Disney and fun things. And anything else and anything we decide else to talk about. We darn well think about. <laughs> um, I'd just like to say that currently I have an injury from each one of my two animals. Do you now? Yeah. Uh, my cat jumped up onto the bed at three o'clock in the morning and Ooh. she's... A little on the rotund side um <laughs> and so she couldn't make it all the way to the bed so she used my thigh as her purchase to pull herself up <laughs> through my pants she sliced the crap out of my leg um that was a fun way to wake up yeah and then shortly after that the dog decided he needed to go out and so i opened the door and he stepped on my toe with his nail and found a spot between my toenail and my skin no. and just ripped me a new one. So jerk. It's uh yeah, I'm I'm in pain in two places from my animals in one night. Well which has nothing to do with this podcast. No. I just thought you would appreciate oh, that. Oh, I definitely appreciate it and so do our listeners. Um, I wanted to mention real quick, the 2021 <laughs> has gotten off to a tasty start. 2020 <laughs> said, oh yeah? Hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> Check this out. I uh, hope everyone at home is doing good in these very weird times. But they will get better. And that's what we're here for. Speaking of... This just in. It is 47 and partly cloudy at not Disneyland. I can't find it. I couldn't either. Wow. It's... 61 and quote haze at disneyland all Take right. that disneyland i don't know what they're taking but yeah it's still kay. significantly better <laughs> i posted a thing on our instagram story the other day of the monsoon in our backyard yes come on it's raining and awful i think is the way you worded it <laughs> yeah something like that yeah we have a veritable lake in our backyard every time it rains like that which is cool which is definitely cool it's always exciting when the sun breaks and you're like, I have to get outside right now because yeah. it will pass. What was that it educational did. film that we'd watch in school? Remember, it was like a weird dystopian future where it rained all the time. No. And these kids were locked in this this like concrete bunker. I think this might just be your own reality. No, no. Someone listening, please is tell me what it is. Is that one where there's like the one tree in Brooklyn or something? Maybe. I think you're thinking of a Ray Bradbury thing. Is that what I'm thinking? Or, I'm talking completely out of my well, butt. <laughs> in this story, it rains every day, and then the and it, like every day of the year, and then for years. The sun and years comes years. out like once a year or something. Or, no, it's like once in a lifetime or something. And these kids, they're like ten years old, and they've never seen it not rain. I think you're thinking of the movie Sunshine. No, but so, but it, this is the crazy thing. In this story, the one day that there's sunshine, and it's only for like. 10 minutes or something and the kids it, they're like they planned it they're gonna go out to recess and enjoy the sunshine and she gets bullied and a kid locks her in a little room i would murder and so she couldn't that get out kid. oh it's like the twilight zone episode with a guy who he's like the last person on earth and 
he's sitting in front of the library and he says, yes. at least I have my books. Oh. And then he breaks his glasses. Yep. Yeah. Black Mirror before Black Mirror. I think about that kind of stuff all the time. Like, no. what did people do before... Oh, like oh, I know contacts. They well, not suffer. contacts because people wear glasses, but like before you could get yeah. your eyes checked by an optometrist. Or there's dentists. I you just, I would not be able to function. You and they get didn't. A squire of some sort or a ward, and you make them read to you. <laughs> yes, like in Little Women. If I you're mean, lucky. I I guess I would be blind. Yeah, that's I guess that's what it is. Is you are. That's just it. like someone who's actually blind. People wondered why people true. died. You were like an old man at age 35. Yeah. That's why. Because just... your tooth killed you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it was just hell. <laughs> so, anyway, back to the rain. <laughs> at least we're not Helen Keller. That's true. Hey. Hey. Here's... That is a nightmare. It's not just a nightmare. I'm, I'm saying right here. I don't get it. I don't know what. What's the point of Helen Keller? Why even do what she did? Here's, here's a hot take. If I were blind and deaf, what am I just feeling things? Yes. Like, how do we even... Nope, that's it. Imagine, though, James as Helen Keller, okay? Okay, ready? He doesn't have music. He doesn't have Netflix. He okay. doesn't have his computer or his phone none of this stuff i don't even know what those are okay no he's never seen or heard or them. heard them he's so, felt these like hard plastic this, things and right. he's like i these don't know what they're boxes for that okay uh, serve so, no someone purpose. give me so, a setup like in a movie and then say action well no this is okay this is what my imagination is saying would be your reality oh, okay okay you would sit in a very comfortable chair like i am right now you would eat all the time so you'd be enormous and you'd have kittens and puppies just sitting in your lap. And that's what you would do. You would eat and pet animals. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. Okay. And yeah, wear you're a just moo. feeling your way through life. You'd be so comfortable, though. Think about all yeah. the delicious food you would eat and all the soft animals you'd be able to just sit and pet. Uh, now. Now I'm no. going to drop you in the middle of an old Navy during a clearance. <laughs> How do you get out of there? You'd feel your way through. You drop to the floor and you crawl. Just start rolling until you hit a door. Over the piles of clothes people have thrown on the floor. No, it's like in Fire Academy. They, they would have us learn how to get out of buildings with uh, our, our, our eyes blindfolded. And we had, you know, full gear and stuff on. And so the first thing I would do is find the wall. Mm-hmm. And I would just track the wall. <laughs> And I go, oh, excuse me, little kid. And I grab a kid's butt. And I'm like, oh, sorry. I thought that was. I'm imagining you were you... grabbing kids' butts yeah, to get out happened. of a building. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to get out. You know what I mean? I'm imagining you reaching the wall right next to the door and then just going, going the, the wrong opposite way, way and oh, just yeah. making an entire loop. Well, that's what would happen. You know what I mean? And, and again, this whole that she's a hero thing. Hey, James. Come on. She just. Do you remember the story about dad's dog growing up? Mm-mm. I think his name was Brutus, and he was a little dog who yeah. went blind, and he would feel his way around the house by just sort of rubbing around corners and Aww, stuff. That's adorable. And dad and his friends would open the cupboard doors, so he would run into them. <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean. I know, and so funny. <laughs> well, if that happened to me, I would, I don't know, I would jump off the Matterhorn, probably. 
I think he just probably break some stuff he did that. You wouldn't even no, know how high you, you were. Everyone would be like, yeah, James, you're close. <laughs> he did it. I'm just on top of the couch. <laughs> you're doing Goodbye, real good. Yeah, world. you're on the Matterhorn, James. I am? Okay. Goodbye, crew world. But how would we be communicating that to you? Yeah, you wouldn't. I mean, you could do anything you wanted. I can't see or hear. Yeah. Well, you I would literally just, do I would come up and, and hold your hands and sign the words to you. That's how she learned to communicate. She would just, by touching her She would her hands? sign in other people, or oh, she would yeah, sign yeah. and other people would sign into her hands. So she would, she knew sign language based on feeling. Oh my God. I mean. God. So wait, okay, maybe, the, <laughs> maybe I'm completely off here. Maybe there's a reason she's a hero. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you just might be wrong. I'm just being a jerk. I of know course. you are. It's insane. I know. It's insane that she did that. This leads us to our topic of the day, which is Helen Keller. Helen Keller at <laughs> Disneyland. All right. So we have something right off the bat that we want to take care of. Um, we want to say thank you so much to our Patreons. I don't know how you say that. Our patron on Patreon? Patrons. Patrons on Patreon? Yeah, patrons. Sure. Um, we have promised that we will do a shout out for our patrons yes. on Patreon. And here they are. Uh, you want to just pop around? Sure. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Michelle, she wants us to promote Flying House Threads, friend of the pod. Uh, because she she saw how great they were and she ordered their stuff and she's digging it. Yeah, she said she got her Disney adult sweatshirt today, actually. Nice. That's so cool. You asked her, what what do you want to, anything in the world yeah. you can promote. And she's like, promote those guys because yeah. they're so cool. Yeah. I mean, how rad is that? I know, she's That's amazing. Great. Yeah. Uh, Sarah T would like to shout out her place of work. Her place of work. That's not how you say that. I like that. Whatever. Her work. Uh, she works for the Jesuit Volunteer Corps Northwest. Um, you can find them at JVC Northwest. And they do lots of cool stuff over there. And they are accepting donations all of the time. And if you follow them on Instagram, um, they share a lot of the neat stuff that they're up to. Sweet. Uh, Walt's Chili Bowl would like to recommend... The Disney Independent Welts Chili Bowl crossover episode, which happened in the last one, episode 31. So if you haven't checked that out yet, do. It is hilarious. And Lynn would like to promote Meals on Wheels. That's which, always a good one. Yeah. Terrible sure. time of year. And our last patron for the day is Chaz. And he would like to recommend the movie Speed. <laughs> starring... Keanu Reeves. And Sandra Bullock, right? Uh, yeah. It's the best thing to promote of all time. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. If all right. you would like to have your own personal shout out, hit us up on Patreon. Uh, we are very, very thankful to all of you who have been supporting us um, at every level. Oh, it means a lot. We love you so much. This has been really fun, but it is not free. Okay, so to get to the bulk of our episode today, we're first going to start out with an interview with Priscilla from the Maroon Tunes Social Club. Yes. Um, I do want to just mention that we did record this before Christmas, so we do talk about Christmas as though it's coming up. We are not talking about Christmas 2021. Right. Um, but you can imagine that we are, and yes. we're just super ahead of the game 
We live in Christmas Town, and we're just counting down the days. Yeah, that's right. Three hundred and I mean, that's basically fifty-eight me anyway. days or something like that. So <laughs> yeah, um, it's she was more awesome, than that. by the way. Um, yes, she was really cool. Really she was cool. awesome. So enjoy our interview with Priscilla. Welcome, Priscilla. I am Sarah, and I'm James. Pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you guys. This is Ashley. She's been talking to you. Oh, okay. Hi, Ashley. She doesn't have a mic today because she's. Uh, we don't have enough mics, but she's yeah. uh, she's over there in the corner right. watching us like a creep. <laughs> <laughs> These Zoom interviews, we, we just do the two of us. She's <laughs> creeping in the corner. Yeah. So before we get going, just like chatting, just to give our listeners some idea of what we're up to today, would you mind telling us about your social club and who you are and how you're related to it and all of that? Sure. So my name is Priscilla. I'm the founder and president of Maroon Tunes Social Club. While we're a club based in Toontown, we we do have a member that is an important member. Uh, We do have Mr. Gary K. Wolf, the gentleman who actually wrote the story Who Censored Roger Rabbit, which later became Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, The creator of Jessica and Roger Rabbit is uh, one of our members. So we have him as an honorary Maroon. So we're basically just like everybody else. I heard the interview with Raphael. um, just a bunch of Disney nerds who love Disney and wanted to find a way to bond a little more at the parks and have friends to hang out with that share the same interest. That's how it all started. Cool. And um, I was looking at your Instagram. It looks like you guys started in 2018. Yes. And how many members do you have at this point? We have about eight members right now. Oh, all right. Are most of those members family and friends? No, it's myself, uh, my fiance and my son. Um, We're pretty much family. Everybody else is just random strangers that we met at the parks and said, hey, I have an interest in your club. And we started uh, what we call the hang around process where we hang around them and see if, you know, there's a vibe and there's an interest. And then uh, we like to do fun stuff and give them challenges, Disney trivia, and just to open them up to the entire community so that when they walk into the parks, they're not alone anymore. Whether we're there or not, they get to know all the other clubs. Um, so it was just a whole bunch of strangers that we kind of brought together. And now we pretty much talk and hang out all the time. I know COVID has put a, a strain on it, but we do talk almost every day, all of us. Oh, that's so cool. That's I love that you guys actually met people um, and brought them into your club. I mean, as yeah. far as we are, we're just, we're all family at this point. It's just, there's six of us total and we are all family. Um, but awesome. Yeah, it's that's really cool. I love Very that. Cool. Yeah, are you a, a California native? Yes, um, I actually, I'm not very far um, from Disneyland. I was actually there over at DCA today um, with one of my members. Um, they have new popcorn buckets that they released, and we're we're Disney nuts. Um, we'll go at four in the morning and wait for pin releases. Um, we'll be the first ones when things open up. I know that we were we were over at a. Uh, downtown Disney at 4 a.m. Uh, waiting for Buena Vista Street to open and the news kind of interviewed us because again you know Disney nerds they wanted to know why we were there so early and what our thoughts were on it but yeah any major Disney event going on a big pin release whatever it is you know we try to get involved we, we just have that love for it yeah. <laughs> so cool you guys are so lucky to live so close I know we were, we're just talking about how I, I mean we keep saying this how we were like 
we're right on the verge of going, okay, we're going, we're going to go down there. We're just going to walk around the street and do downtown Disney and Buena Vista and it's too much money. Well, and also <laughs> that California is getting more and more restrictive against. Yes. You know, yeah. We get a plane ticket to go down there this weekend and then it closes. That would suck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just generally speaking, starting this podcast, being a Disney fanatic as we all are and including yourself, it's been great meeting all these different people. But specifically, in the past couple of weeks, we've been interviewing people from these Disney social clubs. And how many have we done now? What, four? Is that about right? Yeah. Something like that. And we have a few more we'll, we'll be doing. I just find it endlessly fascinating. You know, the different, there's like similarities in all of them because there's a culture to this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of a set of rules that all of them live by. There's a similar aesthetic, more or less, you know, the, the vests or a jacket a lot of the patches. And I think that, I mean, it's just been an absolute pleasure meeting everyone. Do you, do you think you have something that separate, you know, separates your social club from all the others and what makes you kind of stand out? I wouldn't say we're, we're completely different, but it really is based off of the bond you have with your club. Um, I know some clubs basically just meet at Disneyland. And because of the pandemic, a lot of clubs don't really meet. They don't really see each other. They don't really, that bond didn't continue. And it's, it's, it's sad, but some people just have a club just for a fun Disney thing. And I get it. Disney's not open right now. So they don't go with our club, whether we have a vest, whether we're at the park or not, we find ways to spend time together. I have members that do come by quite a bit. We do get tested very often for COVID. We take big bear trips together. We went to Cancun together. Um, we do fishing trips together. So it's not just a Disney thing. These people actually mean a lot to us. It's not just, you know, hey, these are our Disney friends with a vest on. These are our actual friends. And some of them have even turned into like family to us. Yeah, that's awesome. So you know, we are a Disneyland based podcast and it would be silly for us to not talk about the park. Yes. Um, I mean, we kind of did for a second when we were talking about Buena Vista, but, uh, you know, do you guys have a preference over the two parks between DCA or Disneyland? Where do you guys go first? That's a hard question. I, I love Disneyland. I love the original. I love Disneyland. I love the fireworks. Um, but then I do have some members that love DCA. They like to go to Sonoma and grab a drink and hang out. For me, it's Disneyland. It's the original. There's, there's nothing like the feeling you get when you're walking up Main Street. Boy, <laughs> is that true. Boy, do I miss it. <laughs> yes. Is there a common favorite attraction at each park? Or do you guys all kind of have your own? And I mean, do you have an attraction that you have to do together when you're together? Right, right. Like for us, it's Thunder Mountain. We have to do Thunder Mountain because yeah, we're team dynamite goat. We got to represent. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. For us, and it's not even just our club. It's actually a lot of SCs. Um, they like to do Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so many people can fit in that cart. And the goal is always to fill the cart. So when you get the photo, the photo is just filled with social club members. So that's something that happens quite a bit. They'll gather a group together and then word gets out and everybody's in line at the same time to take that photo on Guardians of the Galaxy. That's rad. How many people fit in the... I think it's 20. Is it 20? Yeah, I think it's like 20 or 22 or something like that. That sounds about right. Ashley's doing math in her head right now. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys look at the goat when you get on Thunder Mountain? Yeah. I, I can't do the eye contact thing with the goat for too long or I feel sick for like three hours. 
That's the best part. (laughs) You stare at it all the way and then people that are getting on it that haven't been at Disneyland in a while are looking at you like, why are you staring at me? Because you're turned around still trying to look at the goat. (laughs) So we talked to Ava from Mickey's Fun Wheelers uh, a few days. Uh She was telling us that they actually, they stay turned around and try to look at the goat until the end of the ride. (laughs) Yes. Which is just pure lunacy and I again, love it it's like look there's a lot of fandom right and you know you could be a star wars fan or a marvel fan or what harry potter but there is nothing that even compares to disney fans right it's just it's a whole <laughs> other level of like just psychopath just dedication to this thing and i i i adore it and i i think that the social clubs are a reflection of that sense of community and sense of tradition. So I applaud you for starting one. And I also applaud you for staying active during COVID. That's really cool. Yeah, we're actually pretty active. We, we try to post very often. Uh, whenever a social club has a charity going on, you know, we always try to get involved just to help out in some way. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that being said, we were actually, we're going to ask you about that. Do you guys have anything coming up that you'd like to plug or anything like that? or any other social clubs that you know of that have something going on? We actually have um, Toys for Tots going on right now. Um, if you were to go to the Lonesome Ghost page, I think they still have the link up. Um, I think there's like another week or two left to donate there. Um, we had an in-person one over uh, Stitch Shenanigans, had it in San Dimas, where um, they actually had the whole Star Wars crew come out and there was Marines out there and uh, they were accepting toys that way. Uh, but, you know, I was looking forward to the chalk walk this year, but I don't think that's going to happen because of COVID. Um, so that's what I was looking for. I was looking for autism awareness, too. I was looking forward to that. I know Sons of Mickey is really big um, when it comes to the autism awareness, but we, we don't know what's going to happen because of COVID. I guess we'll just have to sort of stay tuned on all of that as it comes up. But yeah, uh, Ada from Mickey's uh, Fun Wheelers, she mentioned the Toys for Tots thing, that that was like the Lonesome Ghosts were kind of running that show she did the same thing we asked her and she referred us back to them so it sounds like they're kind of coordinating that one yeah yeah speaking of ada have you seen her baby how adorable he is she just had a baby yes (laughs) she was telling us how like broken hearted she was that she couldn't take pictures of being pregnant at the park (laughs) oh her pregnancy was just yeah during lockdown that's such a bummer yeah uh, I have a very serious question for you. Sure. <laughs> On a scale of one to Walt Disney, <laughs> how much do you miss Disneyland during the holidays? I would say Walt Disney 100%. Yeah. 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 That sounds about right. It's so, so hard not to to be able to walk down Main Street. It makes me sad that all the times we would go that we kind of, took it for granted. You know, there'll be times when we'll show up and we'll just show up to have dinner or we'll just show up to have a drink or we'll just show up to like get on a ride and then we would go home. And, you know, I'm kind of sad that, you know, we don't have that opportunity anymore. So I'm kind of hoping things get better soon. Well, yeah. yeah. And I, I think, I mean, look, there's obviously an overwhelming majority of bad things that have resulted from COVID. That's clear. But there are some clear positives as well. And I think one of them is that we hopefully won't take life for granted anymore. Mm -hmm. And we won't take things that 
seemed just so obvious. You know, Disneyland was open every day of the year. It's only been closed two times in history, and it was only right. time. Right. So this is something that we could have never expected. But I think you're right. There's so many times that we were just walking around the park, and you know, even like points where you feel grumpy, and you're like, "I'm done. I'm just kind of done with this day." And oh, you have those? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, after like 14 hours. In. That goes away when you walk through those gates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's all but I hope that I and everyone else included won't take that for granted when we, when we f- can finally go back. Yeah. Right. Uh, you should have seen Buena Vista Street. So when we walked in, I tried not to get emotional. Um, they had all of the cast members line the street. And when you walk in, it's like you haven't been to Disney in so long. Um, as you're walking down the street, they're clapping for you. And welcoming you back and they're waving at you I'm getting right now yeah. thinking about that we saw so many videos of that day and right. all three of us were just crying it was yeah it was beautiful yeah i was i was walking with um with liz uh from my club and, and we were trying to hold it together and she's like i said i wasn't gonna cry but i can't help it and i was like i can't help it either this is this is beautiful and they were saying that they missed us and i'm like we missed you too <laughs> we're not yeah. even lying no you know that. No, not at all. Not an act. That's right. I mean, I can't imagine you'd sign up to be a cast member and, and not enjoy it. Like, what's the point? Right. I mean, yeah. especially that kind of cast member, you know? Right. Priscilla, you said you have a son. Is that right? Yes. Well, I have two boys, but my older one is too cool for me and Disney. So my, my little one is, is part of my club. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. How old is your older one that he's too cool for it? He's, he's 20. Yeah. Awesome. He's 20. He, he thinks we're all um, kind of crazy, but, you know, he, he goes with it. He's like, I see all the joy it brings you, so I don't mind. I just go with it. He might come back around again. Typically how this works. <laughs> I was such a jerk. I, I mean, you saw it. Yeah. I, want, I was just out of my mind. <laughs> I can work at 20. So <laughs> I look back at those times. I was like, why? <laughs> it could have been more family time and more Disney and all the things that I love now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What are some of your favorite Disney movies? And specifically, is there anything that relates to Christmas that you have to watch every year? That relates to Christmas. Um, I always used to like watching uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, uh, the one with like Scrooge. Yeah. And it used to scare me as a kid when like he would get a flashback and <laughs> um, you see Pete standing over his grave that's one I used to always watch every year. Like I have to watch that during Christmas time. Totally. <laughs> Christmas tree. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. That's probably my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Like Chip and Jill Christmas special or something like that. That's when they get into all out war with Donald Duck in uh-huh. his living room. Oh yeah. That one's so good. Yes. Love that one. We were just talking about how funny Disney and really just cartoons in general, how they make the, the cartoons when they run through a door it's like the whole shape of their body comes out of the, the door. It doesn't just yeah. doesn't break the door That's down. Right. It's just their whole body. Perfect outline. Yes. <laughs> when did they start the Haunted Mansion revamp where they would do Nightmare Before Christmas? How long has that been going? I think it's been for a few years now. At least, yeah. Yeah. I would say that that's single-handedly the thing I miss the most. It is very cool. It is very cool. So good. And it's like, it goes from Halloween to Christmas. Nothing changes, 
the attraction <laughs> is still decorated the same, but somehow it feels equally Halloweeny during Halloween time, and then it's super Christmassy for Christmas. Yeah, I mean, that is just perfection. I love it, but I'm not going to lie. The first time I, I got on it, I was expecting Haunted Mansion because I hadn't seen it before. And when I got on it, I seen all the Jack Skeletons and stuff and I was like, oh, they did not ruin this original ride. They did not ruin the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> but I know it's a seasonal thing now, so it's, it's pretty cool. And I love the big, uh, the big towers with the pumpkins when you're going through the cemetery. I love that part. I love it. Yeah. I, I did the same thing the first time I <laughs> Ghost Galaxy, and I was like, "What the heck is this? <laughs> Ghosts and it's kind of scary." And I wasn't into it really. And then I did it again a few years later because, I mean, we live in Oregon, so yeah. I did it again a few years later, and it was the the original Space Mountain. I was like, "Oh, that's better. Much <laughs> You're better. Like, okay." And I have no problem with Ghost Galaxy now, just knowing that it's an overlay. It's, it's fine. Yeah, as long as you know it's going to come back, I'm right, okay with it. Right, right. Uh, Priscilla, I have a, a question for you. Sure. Let's say you can be at Disneyland right now. What okay. So what are you doing first? Is there a type of food you're going to go after? And what attraction would you go for? So what would I do first? What food would I go for? I honestly think I would go for a dough whip. Oh, yeah. I haven't had one in so long. And then I kind of been on a diet too. So I haven't had much sugar. So you saying that I'm like, I would go straight for the dough whip. I would pick that up. I would go straight over to Indiana Jones because that's my little one's favorite ride because he would have to be with me if I walk in there. Gotcha. Absolutely. I get that. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's actually, I love that question for Disneyland people because I have yet to ask someone that question and people go, I don't know. <laughs> right. It's, that's, it's always like, I got this. I'm hanging on a main street for 10 minutes. I'm going to go get it. And the dull way fast pass it in credit coaster. But while I'm doing that, I'm going to crush pirate. <laughs> well, especially right now, we've all had too much time to think about it. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Oh, that's funny. Um, well, as we land this Disney ship, you always land something As we land different. this Disney hot air balloon safely <laughs> sure. to the ground. Um, where can people follow the social club? Is Instagram the home base for that? Yeah, we have a Facebook, um, but the Instagram is the main one. The, um, it's, it's just at maroon underscore tunes underscore SC. Uh, they can follow there. And like I said, we're always trying to post something every day, whether it be in the story, whether it just be a regular post. A lot of it is Disney related. A lot of it is, is just us hanging out. So cool. sense of community. That's great. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's great talking to you. And we're super hopeful that soon we will all be at the park and we can meet you in person and get on Guardians together. Yes, I would love that. Thank you guys so much for having me. Wait, hold on just a second. Sarah... I love that hoodie. Where'd you get it? Oh, this is my new favorite hoodie. It is a Lilo and Stitch surf shop in the style of the Ron John surf shop. Um, I got it from Flying House Threads on Etsy. Uh, they have an Instagram also, Flying House Threads. And if you'd like to get your very own sweatshirt, you can use our discount code. It's dependent15 to get 15% off your purchase. Now, the topic of the day. It is recreating that park magic at home. 
especially during these quarantine times that we don't really know when they're going to end, especially for us West Coast folk. Oh, so um, needed right now. So there's there's a million ways that you can get your fix yeah. at home. You just have to be really creative, and we're going to go over some of those. And let me point out before we go down the list, the number one way to get your Disney magic fix is Disney dependent. This podcast. I mean, yeah, come on. It's true. The that wasn't that on my list. Need more than this? It's not on our list, and I wasn't <laughs> no. thinking of it at all. So well done. Thanks for promoting the pod. No problem. That's for the patrons right there. That's I thought right. you were going to say just go to Disney World. <laughs> oh, well, that's funny you say that. I think we already we already we already spilled the beans. Yeah, I'm wearing my episode. magic band right now. Yeah, they just came. <laughs> so excited! Ooh. I squeak when I get excited about Disney. So, what are some ways to bring Park Magic home? Oh man, there are some crazy ways out there. The YouTube walkthroughs. I mm-hmm. mean, those. That was like day one. Park closed because I was doing that, and I think a lot of people do this when the park was open. Mm-hmm. You know, you come home from a trip, you're like, I can't go back for another month. I got to get my dose. I got to get my dose of the park. You open up the app, you check wait times. Oh, yeah. Year round. Oh, year round. Just just knowing that that's happening is part of the magic. So anyway, that that was one of the first things for the lockdown specifically. I started to go to YouTube, you know, walkthrough of Disneyland, walkthrough of DCA, all times of year. So yeah, that's a that's a good one. Whenever someone asks me how I know the map of the parks so well, I don't know because yeah, I I definitely go more than probably your average person, but I haven't been to Disneyland that many times. It's not like we live down there and we go every weekend or, you know, whatever. I right. don't work there. Right. I think a huge reason is I kind of have a memory that that works well for that, but I also I look at the map on the app constantly. Like I do. I open it and check it. Even now that nothing's open, I occasionally just open it and look at it, which is so dorky. I'm well aware. I'm fine with that. I accept it. Now, the Disney app is a good way to do it. And they, especially lately, they have some interactive things you can do, mm-hmm. silly little games and stuff like that. So that's, a, that's have, a good one. The PhotoPass thing has been giving us new uh, like wallpaper for your phone. Mm-hmm. And like currently, I have the background of DCA, like the Ferris wheel and the roller coaster as my background. And during Christmas, I had the Tiki um, with whatever. The Christmas-themed tiki. Christmas-themed oh, yes. tiki room. That's yeah. right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a good one is just the, the Disneyland app. And then there's also the, the one for Walt Disney World. And back to YouTube, um, there's the Disney Parks YouTube channel. And they yeah. have a lot of great stuff. Um, right like now, official ride-throughs. Yeah, right now I'm looking at the Magic Happens Parade, which was Ooh. so short-lived. So if yeah. you didn't get to catch it. Which was a bit of a controversial parade. Was it? Yeah, not a lot of people loved it. I thought it was cool. Ashley, you kind of had mixed. It's not my aesthetic. Just the aesthetic, like oh. there's a lot of purple, pastel yeah. and and what metallic so it, tones. Well, what was the other thing you don't like? There's a lot of sorcerer Mickey. A lot of sorcerer Mickey. <laughs> but <laughs> most people love it, and you can watch it. There's an eight-minute performance free to watch on the Disney Parks YouTube channel. No, it's lovely. It <laughs> is lovely. Soundsofdisneyland.com. That is something that I use on a daily basis, I think. Yeah, I, 
just working around the house. I can just hear it often in Ashley's office on that side of the house. And you can pick like which decade that you want to listen to. You can pick which land. Oh, yeah. Um, all different kinds of themes. It's even better than the other one, the DizAvenue.com. That yeah. one's great. That's the one that our dad showed us. I really need to remember these things. See, I'm learning too. I, have I do not do these. I, I'm the same way, Sarah. I just have them bookmarked. So I, if I need Disney music or sounds, I go to those. It's two. not just uh, music. There's also like the train yeah. scripts and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's great. So one thing that comes to mind when I think about bringing Disney magic home is people who have actually gone to the great lengths of literally making parts of Disneyland in their home. Um, I obviously have not done this. Yeah, and honestly, I think I thought... you need to have a lot of money. Yes. And some extra room and a whole heck of a lot of time. Honestly, that's what I'm most excited about to talk about today is because all, all that other stuff, you know, like shopdisney.com, Disney Plus, duh, all that stuff is, you know, accessible to everyone and we all know about those individual things. But this sort of stuff where a guy built fantasy land in his basement of his house. Yes. And so that's a real thing. You can check it out on YouTube. Maybe we can actually find the video and link it somewhere. But um, Adam the Woo, he did a video where he actually went and interviewed this guy. And yeah. I think he lives in Southern California. I'm not really sure I'm where he lives. Sure, but yeah. he this is pre-pandemic. So he goes into his house and his whole basement he has turned into like, uh, like- Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That's what it looks like. That's the facade. The ho- like yeah. when you're standing outside of that attraction and the, there's the planters yep. and the fencing and yeah. all of it. That's exactly what it looks like. It's crazy perfect. Crazy perfect. And you open the door and it's an office. It's, it's like a so totally normal crazy. just where he works. And yeah. then there's another door. And I want to say it's supposed to be, um, I don't remember, maybe yeah. Pinocchio or that sounds right. Snow it's White or something. Dark ride. And that's the daughter's room. Right. He's even got the little windows that oh, are like so stained good. glass. I mean, it's outstanding. Yeah. It's so cool. No, it's perfect. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that stuff. I mean, there's there's a guy that built Disneyland, like a miniature Disneyland in his backyard. Mm-hmm. That's also California. Yeah. Um, I believe... I don't remember what vlog I saw that on, but that's also on YouTube. So Michelle actually texted me a link to a TMZ article, Disneyland Home Edition. Dad recreates Matterhorn ride in his backyard. And, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, it says, this California man just won Father of the Year honors after building his own Disneyland roller coaster just to entertain his family during quarantine. Yeah, all, that's a whole other subcategory. All the people during quarantine that did. Oh, yeah. Um, We're desperate. Who uh, Provost Park Pass did Splash Mountain, like down their stairs. Oh yeah, the kids yeah. rode down their stairs, and then the mom would throw water on their face at the end. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> There's the one where they do the uh, pirates, and the yes. whole family is dressed as like pirates, and they they did yep. the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah, um, getting ten. But I didn't want to mention this Matterhorn guy without mentioning his name. His name's Sean La Rochelle, and he's in nice. Napa. Perfect. Um, but you can find that on the internet, you know, just search it up. It's pretty stinking cool. If you are on Twitter, or even if you aren't, Google hashtag homemade Disney, and that will give you just way more creativity and magic, homemade magic than you can even something. <laughs> than you can even something. <laughs> exactly. Wow. My I head mean... hurts so bad right now. <laughs> Do you take something? I, I, you keep asking me that. I have. 
You need some heroin? I think yes. we just leave this in. Just leave it all in. I mean... I have a headache, everyone. This is real. We're real people. I'm, I know we sound like trained professionals and you think they're untouchable. They're yeah. just such celebrities. Yeah. But they don't have headaches. No. No, but we are. We're real people. Celebrities. They're We're just, just like, us. like you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I like know. I'm standing too with my boom mic, so because his back see. hurts, and so he can see the TV and us. It's mostly the viewpoint. My oh, back okay. does hurt, but You're that's not why I'm standing. You're like an old person with back issues, <laughs> and when I say that, I mean me. Right. So, what was another? There was another crazy. Somebody built something that I'm trying to think of. Well, there's that person that built the um, small world facade with oh, the yeah. with the clock. Yeah. Can you pull that one up? Yeah. Yeah, that one's really good. I mean, it just it just goes to show that, like, while the park is closed, Disney World is open, but for Disneyland people, while it's closed, people have just gone to such great lengths to keep the magic alive. Uh, who's what's the account here, Ash? Tristan Tierney. Yeah. And that's she did the hashtag homemade Disney. Or he. I think that's a he. Or he. Yeah. My apologies. Yeah. yeah. Is that in? That looks like it's inside the house. Yeah. Right? You can see like um, there's a window in the background. Window. Yeah. Yeah. How, describe that, Sarah. How big would you say that is? Well, it's like floor to ceiling, and it is clearly made of like plywood, right. and it has and moving too. Yeah, moving it has parts. the little spinny flower things at the top, like it does on the actual yeah facade of the attraction. And the and numbers it, are all in the right um, font, I guess uh -huh. you yeah, call it. Yeah, and they've even got pink uplighting. How wide do you think that is? I'm the worst at uh, dimensions. Four, five feet, maybe. Okay. Yeah, so so it's big. Yeah, it's huge. It's really cool. Right, like it's not a miniature model or anything. It might actually be. Is it like a um, playhouse or something? I wonder if you can oh, open like those doors and go in. Right. Oh, so cute. So cute. Yeah, I mean that hashtag is a really good way to find stuff. Like even just that ash. You know, just people goofing around doing <laughs> what is that supposed to lots be? of tiktok stuff that's like a moana deal that's a man in every every moana cost. costume including <laughs> the chicken <laughs> oh coco now he's coco so cute uh more now he's co multiple co skirted people i don't know what that is is that jesus very funny it looked like jesus it I don't might think be it, it might be jesus in a headband and That's i don't know pirates maybe i don't know he, well he it could be it could be home. anything it well that is jack gwood that's j-a-c-k-g-w-o-o-d if you want to figure out what the heck we're talking about <laughs> good luck and let us know who that guy is is it jesus or cinderella could be either uh there's one on here that i really love where um especially because it it's using the oga cantina um uh, drink mats mm -hmm. which we obviously have some of we also do and um they kind of just recreated their own little oga cantina at their house um with like a light up ice cube oh yeah thing, the thing that you get from the park mm -hmm. and little figurines so cute um you scrolled past something that reminded me of the the barbershop group from disneyland that would do a lot of those zoom performances dapper dance yeah, yeah. dapper dance thank you that that's a good one to check out another thing is tiki stuff if you're into tiki trader sam's since we can't be at trader sam's make yourself a mai tai and wear a ridiculous hawaiian shirt yes. and then when somebody yes. says shipwreck spray them in the face with a water bottle <laughs> that's right that's right yeah here's the 
homemade uh, cantina. Yeah, I think this is a really great um, segue to... So cute. <laughs> they have porgs on the table. They yeah. do have porgs. <laughs> um, there's a million things that you can make that are park foods and mm-hmm. park drinks at home, which yes. we've done several of. We have. You As can part make... of our, our white elephant Christmas gift, too, this year. for That's true. Um, so for a white elephant, one of the gifts was uh, a beignet. Pretzel mix mm-hmm. uh with like a french lemonade and something oh and french coffee. coffee yeah and then oh, the other one was wasn't uh, it a pretzel too yeah that and was then a the, separate the gift. other one was a pretzel oh that's right that was separate yeah yeah pretzel and some mustard and actually my kate got that one that's right and she made the pretzels and they were outstanding oh really good. excellent very good purchase yes cost plus um, yeah um moving along down the list another one we'll would... wait james oh okay we can continue to talk about the food yeah we, we hit food. on the other foods that we did okay first you can make your own uh dole whip there's a million different recipes mm, yes. um i've played around with it and i have my own little concoction that i and do. I love it it's super good or you can just go to tart menchies menchies mm-hmm Menchie's has Dole Whip. Just, I mean, you just pull the handle and you load it on up. Apparently, it's not actually Dole Whip, but you could have fooled me. Yeah, it's it's Dole Whip. It's pineapple whip. Whatever. It's delicious. Um, Our niece made churro bites. Yes, that's right. Those were delicious. She did a really good job on that. Oh, I I did find a recipe for blue milk. It does not involve um, frozen gummy bears, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) It does have coconut milk in it. There's a bunch of them. If you look it up on the internet, there's a ton of them. Um, BuzzFeed has 17 Disney Park recipes for people stuck at home. I mean, there's a ton. Uh, Mm -hmm. Churros. Yeah. I think you need a fryer of some kind for that, yes? Um, you can fry them on the stove, mm-hmm. but it is messy. Frying yeah. anything is always messy. Right. Oh, I brought, um, make in the bag elote to one of the family dinners that we did. That's right. Where you got the, the bag and the That's, cardboard yes. plate. Yes. And then the packets of stuff that go in it. Yes. Smoosh the yes. stuff around in the bag. Did you ever try a beignet at home? No, I haven't. But did you, Sarah? Emily mm-hmm. has that. Oh, okay. I thought someone did that. Emily has that. We didn't do it, but Walt's Chili Bowl made the chili mm. that is the original That's right. Walt's chili. That's a good one. They did say that it is pretty bland. That's right. And uh, apparently Walt Disney was not a big fan of spice or it sounds like salt even. Yeah. <laughs> so any, any flavor. take that with a grain of chili and <laughs> add your own spice. Take that with a grain of not salt. Yeah. It must be yeah. Uh, British. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, di- uh, YouTube, rather, is a good resource for that. There's a channel called Feast of Fiction, and they have a a video called How to Make Disneyland Food at Home. Nice. And there's a ton of stuff on there. I need to do more of that because I am so tired of cooking. I am so, so tired of feeding people and yeah. making meals. And uh, why do they have to eat every day? <laughs> they. Constantly needing food. Stop eating there are a lot of ragingly expensive uh lego sets that you can do if you are so financially inclined oh i wish i was they're so cute where it's like the buildings the castle Mm -hmm. yes that is a good one because i would imagine anyone that likes doing puzzles which 
I that's don't, me. Really. I love them. Well, that's another. That's another thing that's is Disney puzzles. I've Disney got a couple puzzles. of them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But the Lego one specifically, that, that makes a lot of sense because you can actually make the buildings and recreate the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's people that have like an entire collection of them where it's yeah. like Main Street basically. So do, incredible. Do you remember that video game that Mark Bricky did on one of his live streams? Yeah, there's some video game. We could never find the video game. I think it was in like test production or something. It was like a beta thing, but it was so cool. Were you just like running around Disneyland? You're this little kid with uh, Mickey Mouse ears. This little Uh kid, he's running around the park. (laughs) And you get to like, there's challenges and stuff you do throughout the park. It's shot for shot Disneyland, but like video game version. Super cool. It's really weird. And in order to get past certain parts of the park, you have to do all these challenges. So you start like on Main Street, USA. Once you clear that, you can turn left in Adventureland. Yeah. And then you can keep going. It's really cool. Well, that reminds me, people do Minecraft Disneyland. Oh, that's have right. Have you seen yeah. any of those where people have built have. Disneyland? It's remarkable, actually. I don't know why I haven't gotten into Minecraft. Everything about Minecraft speaks to me. Like See, For me, the graphics it sucks. dumb. I, I watch my kids play it and I'm instantly bored. But they're yeah. like, no, when you're doing it, it's different. I bet. Like, okay. I I trust that. Yeah. Do it's they, the same like I wouldn't want to watch someone do a puzzle. Do That's they play horrible. online with their friends? Yeah. Right. Because you mean, don't do it alone, do you? No, actually. So it's really funny. None of my kids are big Minecraft people. But my oldest, who is 20 years old, she's a nursing student. She's a very smart girl. Okay. I just want to preface all of what i'm about to say with that oh no (laughs) it's never a good start so she went into i mean we went into like the lockdown or whatever and she had all this time off no job and (laughs) she started playing minecraft for so many hours straight that in like a three-week period she and her two friends they added up the the time that they'd spent and it was six days see that's the in problem. three weeks no, they I can't had do it. six days that's the problem no i can't I, I don't have time for that man and she was still sleeping a full 10 hours yeah. at night so it was all minecraft morning to night all the guy- to get on building disneyland yes it was hilarious they beat the game and then they were like what do we do with our lives oh my god like, that hollow oh, feeling at the no. end totally it's like when you finish a series that you spent yeah so long watching and it's over oh, like see, i'm a loner video game player I'll, yeah. I'll do i'll get really into a video game like once or twice a year and the last one i really got into is red dead redemption 2 mm-hmm. it's like old west widescreen yes and it's very alone you do it alone right i mean they have like an online version now or whatever but it's it's a it's a thing it's like the godfather the saga and when i finished it i i mean i almost cried I was right like, now what do i do with my life totally it's over it reminds me, that game reminds me of that show, why can't I think of what it's called, where there's like the Western, uh, Westworld. Yeah. Totally. And they, they go into like the Western reality or whatever. Mm-hmm. When yes. I saw that show, I was like, that totally reminds me yeah. of that game that I've watched somebody play once. <laughs> um, moving along, another thing oh, yeah, back to Disney. I would recommend is one of the people we had on our show, arguably our best guest, I mean, certainly one of my favorite guests, and that's Philander Butler does imagineering mondays every monday on his instagram account they're super well planned out and like yeah every time it's just it's all stuff i didn't know and it's like how do i not know any of this yeah and how does he have something for every monday there's like he's not running out of information because he's just a treasure trove of information yeah 
and like really great pictures and stuff. So it's not just you know narrative. It's no, also... it's it's not just an Instagram post. I mean, it really is like a blog. And he's yeah. a good writer too, yeah. so it's fun to read. It's not exactly. just like bullet points of facts. And that takes a lot of work. He's it really really engaging with um his followers. Yes, yeah. and and all the polls he does on his stories, those mm-hmm. are yep. equally as prepared and, and great. So at Philander C eighty five. Perfect. Uh, really early on in the parks closing down, uh, they started doing the Disney parks, uh, Disney paper parks. Yes. And at first I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to build an entire main street. Yeah. And like I started yeah. and then I stopped. But um, I looked into it again recently and it is insane how much there is. Like right now I'm looking at um, the oh Madame Leota uh, <sighs> chamber. Ash, you would be so good at this. Yeah. You should do this. I like to do like the automata stuff where you you create like yeah. mechanical things out of um yeah. out of paper. So there's so much here. I'm clearly gonna start doing this again. So. I am right there with you. I just need to get over the small obstacle and it is that printer. My yeah, I have a printer, but for some reason my laptop won't print to it. It's all set up. You can it print them did. off here at least. I all, no, literally all I have to do is just use a different laptop. Oh, we okay. have like five in my house. Gotcha. Everyone has a laptop. I'm fine. It's just that I'm that lazy. Where do you find these? Because you're on the Disney Parks blog. Disney Parks, yeah, dot com. I mean, it's it's called Disney Paper Parks, so if you look it, that up. Is it an official Disney thing that they yeah. release them? It's, um, I think, Kevin Rafferty. Yeah, Kevin Rafferty Jr., who works in communications uh, with WDI. Right now, I'm looking at the carousel. They have the little the carousel, and then there's a trolley out front, and a no, horse. I mean, they're they're so cool. Why haven't I done this? So I I feel like I bring up Mark Ricky every single darn episode. And it's because you love him. I do love him, but <laughs> one of the early live streams he did, um, he did one of these, but instead of building it out of paper, he did it in Photoshop. Yeah. It so digitally he would build it and did it in 3d oh wow then superimposed himself in it <laughs> yeah so he did the castle and then he was standing in the castle and waving oh and i like did see that yeah behind it and, stuff. <laughs> and then that turned into a whole series where he made a troll banished him uh-huh so he, he was shrunk was, down into the castle well, the story is that was where bricky a- mouse came from or is that uh, just probably separate? Just separate. Yeah. But the story is he ran into a troll. The troll <laughs> gave do. him one wish. Exactly. Gave him one wish. It was an internet troll. That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> okay. The internet troll gave him one wish. And he, of course, he wished to spend the day at Disneyland. And so the being the troll he is, he tricked said, okay. Him. He tricked him. But he banished him in the, the castle at Disneyland <laughs> for the whole day. So he's at Disneyland but couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. And so the whole live stream, he was standing in the castle like waving, doing selfies. <laughs> teeny, teeny, just, tiny. Yeah, just <laughs> waving, looking down. It was it was really well done. I mean, the amount of work that went into that, because I know what it takes to do production. He had this microphone we're, yeah. we're using. Like, that's so crazy. That's yeah. hilarious. Well done. Uh, yeah, paper, paper models. Those are good. What so, else? Well, one thing was the recreating attractions at home. We talked briefly about that. But um, I wanted to go back to it because I just remembered the one where the dad had his kids in a laundry basket. Yes. yes. And he was playing the like ride through for pirates and he had the kids or maybe it was Splash Mountain. I don't remember. It was one where you it go was, down a drop. 
Yeah. And he had them on it and he took them on the whole ride. It was so cute. So cute. Uh, you mean the one where the, the kid's watching a screen? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It, it, that's uh-huh. what it was. It was a kid. It was just his dad and his the little kid. So right. Just dad and kid. Yeah. And it was just his little tiny boy in a laundry hamper. Yes. And he would like move it yes. with the ride. Going up. Spray a little water down. on him. I'm <laughs> like half remembering it now. Yes. I'm going to have to watch it again. But totally, no, that you can find it. So just sweet. use some of those words to search, and, and you'll that's find like it. It's great. April. Yes. So, like beginning. Oh, of all that's this. the one that you just scrolled past. That's the pirates one with the guy <laughs> and his kids, and they go it's, through the whole house. Yo ho, yo ho, a quarantine's so life for me. Hilarious. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. He so loads good. them onto their little boat. They're dressed up like they would be at the park. Yes, they've got yes. Mickey ears and like goofy hat, and he's wearing, he looks like Smee. That's <laughs> 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 so good. <laughs> yeah. They go really slow through the house, and they're like waving at stuff and pointing. Right. There's, There's a guy someone on a banjo oh, so playing banjo. <laughs> That's probably the mom. Probably, yeah. Because it's quarantine. Uh huh. <laughs> so oh, a lowly, a low lit. Thing. And oh, it's now so they're good. going down the stairs. Oh, they're on a toboggan. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> crashed pretty hard. They recreated the pirate on the bed. Yep. Which every time we go by, we go, did you know that's a real skull? There's the battle. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Going through the middle of the living room, people are macheteing them. There's the woman chasing the guy around. The shaking butt. (laughs) The guy sitting on the edge of the counter with his foot (laughs) hanging down, drinking a beer. You mean dad's foot? Yes, that's right. Or dad's Dad's leg. Yes. So this is the Thornock family, if you were trying to find this. They're my heroes. And they've got the dog. Be uh, yeah. and a baby gate. Yep. <laughs> and Johnny Depp There's drunk Johnny and Depp at the end. Talking to you. So in a cute. recliner. Great. A lazy boy. That's so cute. Just pretty. It just proves the the craziness for this thing. The last one that I had in mind um, was you could always play our silly game that we like to play, which is where are you? Where are you? Yeah. Where that's... I um, I think of a bunch of different extremely specific places in uh, both parks. When I say both parks, I mean DCA and Disneyland Anaheim. Yes. And then James and Sarah take turns. Not to interrupt, but post our trip, we'll have to update this game. Oh, no, we're going to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to suck at that. I know, but... no kidding. Okay. Where oh, they... Maybe not, though. Who knows? They um, they have to describe where they are in sensory terms, and yes. the other person has to figure out. That's uh, by far probably my favorite thing to do. We did that on our first ever episode. Uh, in this category, I mean. And it was really fun. Yeah, really, really fun. It was definitely like, it almost makes me a little teary. Yeah, no, it puts you there. So, yeah. There's something about putting yourself there with other people, especially if you've been there with those people. Yes. So find your fellow Disney crazies. And and what one last thing on my end, at least for this topic and it kind of goes to the where are you category is if you're trying to f- find a way to fall asleep, do the counting sheep thing, but just w- do a walkthrough of the park. Oh, I totally used to do that all the time. I still do. E- like as a kid even. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. totally. Start at the front gate. Go through. <laughs> are you going left, Aww. right? You know? Always left. Go through Main Street. And how f- I typically don't make it past the hub. Because you fell asleep by then. Yeah. Or I just start drifting off in the... Di- yeah. That's a fun game. Anything oh, else? Oh, man. Now um, I'm doing that in my head. 
Well, the last thing that Ashley had written on the list of all these things is dot, 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 or just go to Disney World. And uh, we are indeed doing that. Yeah, I mean, assuming that the world doesn't completely explode in the next month, yeah, we yeah, will go yeah, and yeah. we'll check it out. And oh, I keep telling you, we'll be Ashley, very, very safe. I, I like. I'm getting excited for it, but I'm just so cynical from this uh-huh. past year. It's I don't believe anything until I'm there. I'm through the gate. We're walking down Main Street at Walt Disney World. Then I'll be like, okay, we're finally here. Right. I'm same. Yeah. I'm well, getting excited, but I'm also yeah keeping the possibility that it will fall reluctant. through. Yes in the back of my mind so I'm, that not, I'm not so, so disappointed if it does i'm gonna just collapse uh but so this episode <laughs> comes out january 18th so uh we've never been there so our walt disney world um listeners and friends like we're looking for tips yes oh, yeah. please we send really us are. must do's send us must don'ts Yes. Um, you know, your favorite restaurants, your least favorite restaurants, the best things to eat. I'm just going food because I'm a little hungry right now. Yes, and really just like tips on how to get around. What's the most efficient way to do this? Yeah. You and know, we're researching all that on our own end, but it would be great sure. to hear yeah. from people we already know. Personal experience. We goes still don't way. really understand the transportation. Nope. So if you've got tips about that, we're not staying on property. We're going to be in an Airbnb. So mm-hmm. we're going to have to get to the parks if you have like tried and true methods hit us up we'd love to hear your tips i think the weirdest thing about walt disney world versus disneyland for me is wrapping my head around the fact that the lands are not in walking distance you know like Uh, yeah not even close it's not even close it's this whole giant jungle piece of land they have it takes a while to zoom like from one place to another on the map yeah that, i know it's like i mean how does close. that so what does that mean if you just get on a shuttle and you go or i, I guess have you're just no gonna, idea there's a bunch of different things and it just depends on which two so we're just doing one at a time right. right one per day no park we're day. doing at least oh. two per day oh my gosh because they're finally they've opened up park hoppers for 2021 we're gonna maximize oh, right. we're gonna maximize is we're, remy we're the, good at this the ratatouille ride is that going to be open when we go no i don't think so Oh, because it's supposed to be open this year, but not by the time we go. Is that... Yeah. Oh, bummer. So, yeah, we'll be okay. coming out a bunch of you that we know are uh, Walt Disney World intels. Yes. But uh, don't make us come to you. Just have reach a, out. A yeah, good amount please. of listeners down there. We sure do. So that's awesome. Hit us up. Give us a high five in the park. A COVID high five. That's right. Which is an awkward it's elbow. An elbow bump or even just a wave. Even just a wave. Yeah, waves are good. Waves are good. I got to travel back to Oregon. <laughs> That's right. Um, I think that I think pretty much it. covers it. I mean, there's millions more things you can do. And if you have suggestions, send them to us because oh, yeah. we'll share them with our listeners. 100%. We're in need. We are. Ping us on Instagram or Disney Dependent. These are the Gmail. things we've done or at least know about. Yeah. Um, and we're always looking for more. Before we say goodbye, we have to make good on a promise. Yes. We promised you... That we were going to have James live tweet with his mouth an educational short, a Disney educational short, and time just keeps getting away from us, and the last couple episodes have just gone longer than we expected because we are chatty, and we've been having a lot of fun. We're not uh, chatty. That's not something that I would say about us. (laughs) So James is worried. He doesn't know what he's about to watch, but he's going to share with you in real time. If you didn't catch it, uh, they did a super hard, hardcore uh, 
Walt Disneyland trivia, and Sarah won. Yeah, so it, it didn't go well. I barely won, and I didn't win because I did better. I just got slightly easier. Yeah, you won by one point, I think. Yeah. That yep. was a really hard quiz. Yeah. Oh, this I'm not feels even weird sure I believe it either. Yeah, James and I swapped places, so... I can see the screen. I'm, like, looking at where I would be. It's weird, right? It's really weird. How is it over there? It's kind of nice. You guys yeah. have a nice, cozy little thing. You can yeah, see everything. Nice. Yeah. N- now you know what it's like to be me. Yeah, you're sort of spinning in the middle of the room. <laughs> <laughs> all right well if you didn't catch the first time uh we made james do this because he also lost that time i sure did it was the story <laughs> i'll get her one of these days it was the story of menstruation good and if you Lord. if you weren't aware walt disney's uh studios were uh tasked with coming up with uh various educational shorts to present to children i mean it seems like a responsibility walt would have you know seems like that should go to him i mean <laughs> There's no one else out there that could so have done insane. this. Leave it up to me. I'll tell the girls how to use a pad. <laughs> From 1943, right? Yeah, so then it would be a, like something with a with a garter. Yes, a belt. Yeah. 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 Okay, so Sarah has chosen for you, James. Oh, Sarah chose this. That's right. Oh, I sure did. We're going to watch from 1985, Advice on Lice and Life. Oh, my God. Part one. A Walt Disney Educational Media Company film strip from 1985. Okay. So let me just get it set up. Make sure that the sound is working. Can we hear? Oh, we hear. Walt Disney Educational Media Company. What is this music? Maybe it's the lice singing. <laughs> what are we seeing, James? A bunch of kids. Rapunzel in three weeks. Non-animated. Wait, what was the topic again? I already forgot. Advice on lice and oh, yes. life. Yes, and life. Okay. Part one. Kids scratching his head. He's scratching his head. No, no. Close up of the same kid scratching his head. I like his little COVID scarf. Oh. oh. Okay, now we have lice. A hand-drawn lice. It's a lice with a walkie-talkie. And a lice with pigtails. The league to infest. Children everywhere. Keep out. Keep out. L-I-S. Or L-I-S. This L-I-C-E. Is, this is very Monster Inc-esque. Only really poorly done. It's just, it's like a slideshow. A slideshow, yeah, slide that's show. right. A slideshow of it's like watercolor hand painting. Slice show. Yeah. It looks like one of those little like, what are the, the little cam things? The, what are they called? Viewfinder. Yeah. Hey, Terry, why is Rapunzel trapped in the tower? Because the Wicked Witch cast a spell on her. Yeah, huh? I didn't want you to have any friends, so I made your face talk to anyone. What? But what Rapunzel does know same pictures scrolling through <laughs> what does this have to do with rapunzel he's still scratching his head oh i don't oh no don't use his brush oh no 
Uh, the lice commander is giving commands or something. I love that the lice are clearly a boy and a girl, yeah, and the girl has pig She pants. has a, and a bow. Ugh, it's making me itchy. We can't hop, jump, or fly, but we can move fast. <laughs> Imagine watching this in 1985 as they a kid. They look kind of like Mr. Hanky. Yes, the Christmas poo. <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh my. This God. is an action movie. The worst action movie I've ever seen. Again, I always go to production and I think of the people recording this. This is a we nightmare. Alive for hours away from someone's head. Someone did voiceover for that. <laughs> Credited. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're... We're not fleas! They're on the brush. And they're planning their next attack. Oh, oh Julie, no. you're doomed. Julie. Handing off the brush. You know what they don't need? All the beep every no, single time. every time the picture changes. Yeah, that beep means it's a different still photo. Yeah. Every time. Or reused photos yeah, every right. time. That's true. We're on her head now. <gasps> okay. What? <laughs> League to infest children everywhere. Lice. Oh. How long oh, is this no. nightmare? It's seven minutes. How many minutes are we into it? Four. Oh, come on. Ew, those don't... look like something else. By the way, this is a punishment for you guys, too. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. And for our audience, they didn't lose the quiz. I did. Well, they probably did, too. They're in this to win this. They understand. So they're laying eggs. Report back to me in three weeks. Every time you hear okay. that guy, three it's weeks the same later. picture. <laughs> three weeks later. Everyone's itchy. Oh, oh no. no. It's spread. This could be applied to COVID. Yeah. Why is she wearing a wedding dress? <laughs> I think she's supposed to be Rapunzel. Her hair's really long. Oh, mm. so that explains why that child is wearing the craziest page outfit. <laughs> Lice. I thought that was just 1980s fashion. Calling agents X-21 and K-7. How has your mission progressed? I mean, this is so dumb. Is she going to ask for help? Sarah, you're a parent. Is this needed because kids are so dumb and they need stuff like this? I mean, maybe 1985 kids are stupid. I mean, I feel like you could just simply say there's little things called lice. They spread. Be careful. End of story. But you need all this? No, you do not. I think I... Have cancer. I think I might have trouble remembering my lines for the play. You liar, Julie. lying. Lice cause memory loss? Yes. <laughs> they eat your brain. What? Oh, it's a lice party on Julie's head. That is so. Does that disturbing. lice have pom poms? Uh, those lice knits look Are those... really gross. Yeah, what is that? They look like hairy. You know what? Yeah. They do have pom poms. They do. And oh, a megaphone. Cheerleaders. Oh, they're cheerleader lice. 
That's adorable. And horrifying. Let down your hair and infect him. Yeah. Put your hair on his head. I just do not dare. For I am too frightened to let down my hair. I'm also itchy. Original music? These voices do not match the people you're seeing on the screen. Nope. That child's wearing a witch yeah, hat. Yeah, why is she wearing a witch hat? Look at that kid. Oh my god. That's going to be the image for this uh, episode. <laughs> yes. Is there a witch in the story of Rapunzel? No. Well, oh, they said evil witch. Okay. It's not how Tangled goes. There's no witch. Well, I guess she's kind of a witch. She just keeps staring at her four feet long hair. That's the, the end. end. Part one, oh, by part the way, one. guys. I mean, I don't want to see part two. No, I, we can't. I, I, I won't. Ever? How about that? How about that? I won't. If I hear beep again, I'm going to freak out. Man. You know that that just makes me want to play it more. So why was Walt Disney... What, Walt Disney Educational Media Company. That's a thing? Yeah, it was a thing for decades. And Are they still a thing? Well, they've all been fired because of this video we just watched. I'm going to look <laughs> right, that up. So. Walt Disney Educational Media Company. Because like, that sucked. <laughs> it was done so badly. Like, I, I'm saying this yeah. confidently. I could have made a better film... In 1985, I was five. Yeah. I could have done a better job. I agree. Ooh, so <laughs> this is great. Don't spoil any of the upcoming um, media that we might be consuming. Walt, Dis- <laughs> Walt Disney Educational Media Company on IMDb has got a bunch of credits. There's yep. a lot of good stuff on here. There sure is. Double uh, dribble. You're spoiling oh, future d- punishments. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> Double dribble was in our. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, in Naughty our... Duck episode. <laughs> yeah. Winnie the Pooh discovers the seasons. That just sounds cute. How about this fitness and me? Why exercise? <laughs> <laughs> that is me. Same. <laughs> oh. well, well, that was fun. Well, it's oh. not going to happen again because I'm gonna I'm gonna win the next quiz. We'll see about that. Yeah. But apparently, I still have to sit through it anyway. You do. Yeah. You're just not responsible for the live tweeting. Well, that was a fun show. If you guys want to support the show, you can, one, tell one friend. You can leave a review on iTunes. That helps us get ranked in the iTunes. Get us ranked. There you go. Please, 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 from the bottom of our hearts, please please do that. Please, please, please. And if you want to go a step above and beyond, you can become a patron for less than one cup of coffee a month. That's true. If you think of it that way. Mm -hmm. We'll get you Mm -hmm. hyped. We'll get you more amped than that one cup of coffee ever could. Our bonus episodes have been moved to our Patreon account, so you cannot see them anymore unless you are one of our patrons. It is behind the paid wall. And it is so cool that we have even the patrons we do. It it means a lot to us. And uh, like Sarah said, this stuff is not free. It takes effort for us, but we love doing it for you. So thanks for listening to this episode of Disney Dependent. See See you real real soon. soon. Woo! You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. 
The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WRHatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.